Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. <clears throat> welcome, welcome to T25CL Entertainment, Galaxy Talk Radio. United We Stand is the name of my show. I'm your host, Galaxy Chief Andre Ward. It's Saturday, June 9th, 2018. The time is currently 10 a.m. here on the West Coast. Let's go over some temperatures where you may be located. It's 58 degrees here in Oakland, 67 degrees in our sister city, Los Angeles, 84 in Tulsa, 77 in New York, 72 in London, 83 in Lagos, Nigeria, 66 in Nairobi, Kenya. T25CL Entertainment is your platform for digital entertainment. Please listen to our 24-hour day, seven-day week music radio show where we play jazz, R&B, blues, hip-hop, and gospel music. And also we have West African music as well. Check out the many music artists with available CDs for downloading to your listening devices. We have five radio talk shows. On Monday, we have Compton Politics with Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. And on Tuesday, Straight Talk with the Higher Brush featuring Barbara McGee and Pastor Bob Trout. On Wednesday, we have the songstress herself, Rosalind Jordan Mills in Rosalind's Corner. Thursdays, you'll hear Soul Vibrations with Corey Jeffries. And on Saturdays, my show, United We Stand with yours truly. Check out our website for times and login information for each show. We here at Galaxy Talk Radio are not professional broadcasters. As you know, my show, United We Stand, was named after our film, United We Stand. But the intent was to bring attention to the black economy on a global basis. Our intent is to reach across America and across the globe to build a universal economy and, and to make new trading partners abroad. And as I have said before, our spending capacity here in the United States alone would be equivalent to the seventh, seventh greatest economy in the world. The problem is the circulation of our wealth in our communities and with other black-owned businesses here in the U.S. When dollars are not recirculated in the community, we have business failures and massive unemployment as we do today. For those of you listening on our website, if you want to call in and ask questions or make comments, please call 724-444-7444. Our show code is 139-283. What's going on with T25CL? Please visit our website at www.t25cl.com. Listen to the free 30-second clip of our music artist. Check out the Kev Choice trailer. Rent that film and also go to the page of Sandra Smith Films. She has four films on her website. And, of course, the granddaddy of them all, which is United We Stand. All right. 
This is episode 39, and as I put out there today, all over the world, is global economic prosperity near? All indications appear that the global currency reset is getting near. And as I've said before, I do listen to other calls. I listen to other people and other discussions and people that are calling in to the various radio shows outside of the confines of the T25CL network. And there's a lot of stuff that is happening that's going to affect all of us, those of you that are listening and those of you who are not listening. This means that 209 countries throughout the world will revalue their currencies to their true values in the upcoming days. Global poverty will begin to end as we spoke of and United We Stand, the movie. Economic relief will happen with the implementation of Nisara and Jasara law. What's happening nowadays in these various calls is really getting beyond race or ethnicity or religion. The consciousness of the people in this world will come alive, and it is coming alive. Economic relief in the form of debt forgiveness will happen. The removal of evil on the planet will be implemented. Arrests and resignations and suicides will be on the rise. The the truth of the creator and the galactics will be revealed. Will you be able to handle these truths when they come out? You know, we have been educated in this system. We have been working in this system. And we've been taught and trained in this system. We've been taught to, on Easter, to go out and boil some eggs and color them and hide them in the bush and then get some shiny new shoes and a suit on and and go and, and get into our, the worship service that they have on Sundays. And we've been taught on December 25th is the uh, birthday of the Son of God. And we've been taught to believe these sort of things, and especially since uh, we have been here in America for a little bit over 400 years. Um, you didn't find other countries getting into these sort of worships and, and beliefs. The uh, European countries even uh, forbid this stuff, and, and um, it was illegal for this type of worship. But it was implemented into the United States and, um, and all the other various things that we have been taught and learned, even the American history, uh, uh, all the lies and, and the deceit that has happened over the years to formulate uh, this United States corporation, because it really isn't a country, it's a corporation as it was implemented back in 1781. And now what's going to happen when you wake up one day and find out that everything was a lie? Even Dick Gregory wrote a book some years ago called No More Lies. And even information that is coming through 
And once again, I do not create this information. What I do is listen to various other uh, commentators and people that are calling in across the country, and I'm gathering this stuff, and then I'm bringing it here to you, and I'm hoping that my listeners are being in tune and are staying on top of this stuff as well so that we can uh, give some feedback amongst ourselves. But I'm, I'm getting various things, and even before my show today, and just doing some research and, and observing various things, uh, it looks like some stuff is really, really, really getting ready to jump off here. And, and what I'm hearing, even on June the 11th, today is June the 9th, and just in just two days, some uh, major things that are about to happen. Um, here's a couple of things here. June 11 was anticipated to be a big day, though kept a secret due to security reasons. The RV release protocol is in its final stage, meaning the 800 numbers were about to be um, released. Uh, the Iraqi dinar is in a 72-hour window uh, to revalue their currencies, and for which it should be at about $4.21. Um, Let's see, is there anything else out there? All this stuff is out there for you to review for your um, own delineation and for your own research. Um, here's some more stuff here. Um, let's see. June 11th was said to be a date of rec recorded, recorded in history books. Trump was set to unseal 35,000 indictments filed in federal courts on the shadow government and their plans for the destruction of America. Julian Assange would announce mass arrests of the deep state cabal. The 72 hours was up for RV release in Iraq. HSBC, as you know, that that's the Chinese bank, was doing major computer upgrades starting Friday, June 8th, to Monday, June 11th, North Korean Peace Summit in Singapore with Trump on Tuesday. So brothers and sisters, there's a lot of stuff that's jumping off right now, and you're not going to hear about it on the uh, mainstream news. <clears throat> you're going to have to dig deep. You're going to do your own homework. And to get into this thing and find out what's happening. If not, it's going to hit you all at once, and you're going to be in a state of shock and amazement. Let's go to the board. Let's see who's out there today. California. Who's calling from California State, where you're coming from, and your name, and any questions or comments that you may have. Gina, um, no comments as of yet. You know what I'm finding? Oh, we have a comment. I'm finding these suicides suspicious. 
Yeah. <clears throat> and as you can see, um, that chef, what's his name, Bourdain from CNN. I used to watch him. I'm, I'm kind of shocked at that one. Yeah. I think there's something else there. Hmm. Oh, of course it is. Of course it is. I hear he's tied to the Clintons in some way. Yep. Yep. If you're tied to the Clintons, anything can go crazy. Mm -hmm. And, yep, you're going to see arrests. You're going to see suicides. You're going to see people uh, copping deals. Um, You know, just like, uh, what's his name from Hollywood, Weinstein. They say he's he's singing like a little uh, little girl. Right Is now. He? He's dropping, yeah, he's dropping dimes on everybody. Because <clears throat> hold on a second, let me get some tea. <clears throat> okay, um, you know, because a lot of these people, when you're on that level of economic success, uh, when you're, oh, I do have something else to say too. Billions. You know, you don't want to go, come down here and be with the poor folk. And so in, in order to stay people doing life in jail, you will do whatever is necessary to get some type of, of relief because you sure don't want to be locked up in no jail with no six foot eight, four hundred pound bubba. Go ahead. You know, I, there was something else I wanted to say, too, um, and I haven't done the research. Um, I think it was a few weeks ago, wasn't um, Toddler and Chief, up there yelling about uh, yelling at uh, Jeff Bezos about what Jeff wasn't paying enough taxes <laughs> to Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I don't know if anybody heard. Like I think it was like a week later, uh, Bezos. Um, okay, so I was I was kind of looking forward to this, and I don't know if they're still going to do it. Like I said, I haven't had time to research it. But Warren Buffett and Bezos are supposed to form some company to come in and try and shake up the pharmaceutical market by lowering the drug prices. I was kind of looking forward to that because um, I have a, fifth, a drug that I used to take a long time ago that used to cost $10. It's now 1200 So, And it's really old. I'm like, come on. So anyway, I was looking forward to that. But then on the sly, and I don't know if Toddler in Chief was calling him out, like you better cool your heels or, or do something else or whatever, but um, he's developed... Um, a face recognition software in real time. Now, I don't know if he's been testing, because I haven't had time to research, I don't know if he's been testing the markets on us, but I know he's been peddling it to the police. And I'm like, how underhanded is that? And privacy acts, especially here in San Francisco, um, I forgot which union union is, um, has been calling Bezos on that, and there may be some violation there. You know, it's so funny because the media gives you such surface stuff, but on the on the under, you know, I always thought Mr. Lego was on the up and up, but apparently, I might say Lego because he has a fetish for Legos. Um, I thought, you know, I thought this guy would, would be halfway decent, but now I have to go read about him and find out what the hell he's really doing. But you know what? Do not take my face without my permission. I think that we are so going towards martial law. I just that's just my interpretation. Before you know it, there's gonna be bullhorns out here, and everybody has to go in the house at six o'clock. You, you get killed if you walk out your door. It's just getting stupid to me. But what's, he's selling the, he's peddling the the idea or either the 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 uh, technology itself to, of course, the CIA and all the operatives that are 
top secret that we don't know about, including the government. So, you know, sometimes I'm wondering when Trump gets on his little high horse and he starts taking jabs at people, maybe there's just more to it besides that just surface jab, but that's just my two cents. Anyway, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff happening that people are going to be shocked behind. And, you know, to find out a lot of your heroes whether these heroes um, were in entertainment or politics or business or, or you know, in, or whether they're singers or whether they're actors or, or show people, whatever it may be. And even like the Jeff Bezos of the world, these cats who have reached the appearance to the multi-billion dollar level, you know, in order to get that to that level... <clears throat> You had to compromise yourself way back anyway. You had to be a part of the club in order to be at that level. And so it's not going, don't let it be overly shocking to you if anybody who you may have been a fan of or looked up to over the years, and it turns out that they're not who you thought they were. Whether it's Illuminati, whether it's Satanism, or whether they're a, a shape-shifting Anunnaki, uh, whatever that situation may be. And it's a reason why these people got to that level. And it's a reason why these politicians are resigning or they're not re coming back for another term in, in office. Uh, there's a reason why Trump is there in the first place anyway. I mean, the things that he says, I mean, I, I was listening to him this morning up there in Canada. And he's basically telling all these other world leaders that they ain't shit. And 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 I'm kind of paraphrasing, but this is basically what it is. He's he's basically uh, laughing at them, and he's saying that they're laughing at us because they've been screwing over the United States with these imbalance of trade deals for years, and so now he comes out with it on Front Street that these other countries have been getting away with all this bullshit, <clears throat> and now. They're chuckling and, chuckling and laughing. Okay, you got us now. What's up next? <clears throat> and and so, if this is a, it's going to be something. You said something else important too about martial law, because it, with this global currency reset, there's probably 10 million people here in this country that are involved with it. Maybe a few more that know something about it. But it's been going along for so long. It's been happening for so long. These dates when they said it was going to happen, then not happen, and so many setbacks. I mean, this has been a 40-year plan, but the majority of the people here in this country have been involved with it maybe over the past, oh, 10, 11, or 12 years or so, and since the war in Iraq. But when it does happen, <clears throat> If this thing does happen on Monday, like anticipated, then this is going to cause a lot of shock and a lot of panic. 
because when people get instantaneous economic gratification overnight, then one of the first things that they're going to do is go and throw it up into the face of their detractors or their enemies or their loved ones. No, how come you didn't tell me about it? How come I didn't know about it? How come it wasn't on the news? Now you got some money. Now you got people beating down your door for money. Then you got other people that's going to be crying bloody murder because they didn't know anything about it. And how come I wasn't told? How come it wasn't on the news? How come my preacher didn't tell me? (laughs) You know, and so when things like that jump off, you're going to have a bunch of mad and pissed off people when they start seeing friends and relatives quitting their jobs and getting uh, decent automobiles and decent places to live. And now people are going to be pissed off. They're going to be angry. It could be with some uh, murders and stuff going on inside of one's family. And when people start resigning from jobs in droves, millions of people are going to be resigning from their places of employment. And now these people have to be replaced by someone else. And then when you're going to have um, people coming into the banks, when the bank employees are going to be finding out about this stuff for the first time. And so the military is um, on alert uh, for this. Because when you said uh, martial law, yes, they are getting prepared uh, for something like this and for this universal change in the mindset of the people and then when other truths start coming out uh, about our brothers and sisters from other galaxies and other dimensions and and so forth when the truth comes out about this and when you find out that the pope ain't god and when you find out when when you when we've been lied to about um uh religion and and every and and the the even with um, America, when when the truth comes out about America, and all the the deceit in the financial world, the political world, and all this mess comes out, it, it's going to be a shock. So that martial law that ain't going to be a joke. That's going to be some real real stuff that could possibly be jumping off and the military is already ready for it. And so uh, my recommendation to everyone, those with money, those without money, you know, stock up on a few of the essentials just in case something goes sideways out here. Uh, And, you know, just in case your electricity goes down so stock up on some food supplies, water supplies, toilet paper, toothpaste, and your medication. I would probably say check your medication today. If you need to get a refill, get it get it done right away. Um, keep your go to your gas station this weekend and fill up with gas in your car. And make sure you have flashlights with with that work and with batteries in them and stuff. Just be prepared. Don't just just don't fly blindly these days because of 
the situation that could possibly happen. I'm not saying that it will, but the possibility. And, and because uh, if you remember last week on the show, when I imposed the question that what would happen if the black community was hit with an influx of capital, you know, can we, could we handle it if capital was there and we had access to these funds? And I took a poll with everybody that was on the call last week, and we had 100% consensus saying that, no, black folks could not handle uh, an abrupt economic change overnight. And yesterday I posed the same question to a couple of partners of mine watching a basketball game. And it was another 100% agreement that we could not handle an influx of economic capital, an instantaneous influx of economic capital. You know, and I had another shocking revelation about a week ago to uh, a white friend of mine who trains dogs and stuff, championship dogs, and and she just got an appointment to the Nationals to be the president or the head judge or something at the head dog show. And, and you know, how these people work collectively together. And I said to um, this white woman, I'm really amazed how you guys can work in unity. And the response I got back was, what's that? You know, and I said, holy shit. I said, well, what you guys do in your dog community, how you guys can barter, sell, trade, and people will fly in from China, Japan, and Canada to buy these dogs and stuff and how you guys come together and support one another, go and pick another person up if there's something wrong with their vehicles and and how you guys can do business with one another and make referrals with one another. I said, this is what I've been trying to get our people to do. And But it just comes automatic with them. And so that's why when you say unity to them, they have no idea what you're talking about because it comes under the caption of white privilege. And when you're automatically privileged, there ain't no such thing as unity. You don't need unity when you have privilege. And so we as black folks, have lost that ability to work together. And I, I say this all the time. I challenge people. I mean, it sounds hard. But I will say that we had more unity during slavery and post-slavery, maybe 100 years post-slavery, than we do today in 2018. 
and this is even with our families and and you guys probably remember the days when you could get in a car i know we had six children and grandmother and stuff mother and father and we would drive to texas and stuff and we would pile up on my other relatives that might have seven or eight children in three bedrooms and we made it work there in that one house whether we sleep on the floors the couches or or, or whatever, it just didn't matter. And but we made it work. Can you imagine six, seven, eight people coming over to your home these days and want to come and stay a week? That can't happen no more. Even going over to someone's house and that and, and, and down there in the south, you can go over to somebody used to. You know, back when the. Uh, elder members were still living in the family construct. You know, you go to one relative's house, they'd have a big spread of food laid out. And then you go to another person's house, they have a big spread of food laid out. And then it ain't no such thing as saying, oh, shoot, I just ate at so-and-so's house, I'm full. No, you're going to eat again. And if you dare went over to somebody else's house, you got to eat again. And they got stuff already laid out. We we don't do that, especially in California. You might get somebody's old crow or some ripple or some wild turkey. He might give you a shot or something like that. But you're not going to get uh, a full layout or complement of food. People not sharing food. People not sharing unity. Relatives can't stay with one another anymore so martial law you 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 probably own to something and yes they already are prepared for that and um, simply because we've been preaching unity we preach unity in nation of Islam we preach unity and in, in uh, our little communities a few of us may get together we may uh, get a, a, a group of people together, formulate a business, and we're going to work together in unity, and we can't do it. We have the hardest time in doing it, and the main reason is gen genetic remembrance from slavery. It's still in us, psychologically. And so, therefore, we have a inability to work collectively in unity with with people with our own people so if we're not working with a white person or an asian person or a mexican person then we can't we can't function and of course this is all the way across the board of course not because we do have some successful black folks that are doing things individually but is it is a very difficult and ominous task for us to formulate a, a black owned company and to work together and build that company up into something and and have a unified base and make that company a success a success Sister Gina, am I off base here with what I'm saying? Pardon me? Pardon me? 
Yeah, so many sound effects I can't hear. I, I know. I'm getting these calls always come through. When, my sister's actually calling me now. These calls always come through when I start my show, and she can't hear, so I just can't say I'll call you right back. <laughs> so, am I off base? Am I wrong in my commentary here? You're asking me. I'm asking you, Bo. Well, personally, I mean, I haven't read about the some of the things that you're speaking of, but the martial yeah, law is, is the large, the martial law is subtle. It's been going on for a long time for for a while now. Um, I will say, I mean, you know, some. Let me see. How do I say this? Um. I was speaking with someone, I think it was the other night. Oh, no, we were, yeah, we were talking about um, Anthony, Anthony Bourdain's death. That, 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 one's, that death right there is suspicious to me. Um, Kate, there's probably some stuff with her too, but um, we were talking about some of the things that go on that are right in front of our face that we don't see. And one movie in particular that I still kind of keep in my database, even though it's old, is uh, Minority Report. And you're like, how do you base your your real world on some fictitious world? But um, I read, I come across so many articles, and I don't think to save them because I don't have any place on my hard drive too. But um, I saw somewhere where I don't know, I forgot which country has developed them already. Remember in the movie when they were looking for him? And they threw those little marbles, the little metal balls out, and they they went up, they went in and they started looking, but they're the they're the police. Well, that technology has actually come to fruition. I mean, it did. It the army's been using something similar to that, but now they're the size of ants, and they were showing mm-hmm. how they spread them out. And they're little military. They work for the police. So I was looking at that and I was going, okay, so now you have these surveillance tactics that are the size of ants. And you just throw out a handful of them, and they crawl all along the wall, go into windows, and report back as to what's going on. So, you know, developing technology like that, real-time face recognition, what's really going on? I mean, you're not doing it just for a hobby and go, hey, look, look at this new toy I have. Let me let the government play with it. You know what I mean? So I'm always looking at things, and yes, I do arch my eye, um, and I'm going, okay. And just for people to know if anybody else is on the line, I didn't learn this on my own. I learned how to think like this and look like look at some things via some of the professors I've had in college. They just took it to a whole nother level, and um, being in the money field, they pull back some curtains in my classroom that some my one, one class in particular I left, I walked to the bar, and I'll never forget. I looked up at the banks, and I looked up at the businesses, and I'm like, you know what? I can never see this world the same way I saw it before I came into this institution. And it's been changed ever since. So now, you know, when some things come in, I come on, and now I'm halfway paying attention. I do a little side eye, and I put it in my back, in the back of my head, and I'll come at it later. But there's too many tools being tossed around, developed for – um that that stuff, that martial law stuff. But furthermore, um, remember when the movie came, AI came out? 
Mm-hmm. I got a call. I'm not going to say who, and I'm, I'm sure, Dre, you'll put it together. I got a call, and, you know, I'm not in AI. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Another science fiction movie. It was a demand from a person that I know that I go see it. And I'm like, for what? Mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know? I was very resistant, mm-hmm. so I think I saw it at the tail end before they left the theaters. Then once I saw it, I got another phone call, and I was like, um, dangerous. It's coming. Be careful. That's all I was told. And, Dre, you know who that came from. That's one thing mm-hmm. you say. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't figure it out. But now I'm starting to see it. I'm like, oh, shoot, this is way beyond, way beyond. So someone was saying to me in the, in, a, in a conversation, you know, you're not going to have any control over that when they're serving you at the restaurant, when they've taken your job, when they've gone on and created a, 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 a military. I mean, I see where the thought process was going with this person and how far that can go and how deadly that can be and another form of martial law. How would you like one of those standing outside your door with a gun? Mm-hmm. You know? So it's kind of like you got to get out of the box. Well, for me, I get out of the box a little bit and think beyond because it's a, it's a possibility. If you're tossing this crap around and you're only showing the innovation with it, what's on the flip side and the dark side of it? Because there is one. It's called our, it's called our government. You know, I know some people are pro-fossils that have been in there 100,000 years that are still representing us and slurring in their speech mm. and their ad campaigns, but, you know, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, anyway, I'm done. <laughs> what, what about where we were before enlightenment? Just like my boy used to be a truck driver for Toyota for years and where he was in life, and that's all you do, you go out and drive a truck for 15, 16 hours a day, come home, get a few hours sleep. But now when you get away from that life and you start tuning in to what's happening in the world, it became a drastic shock to him when he found out how money works and how business works and uh, politics and, and religion in all of these things and now and i remember you back in the old days and when i used to be a a nerd nerd and all that stuff and education and so forth and you were the party girl all the time still am and now anyway you i just party the knowledge (laughs) i'm joking but now (laughs) you get degrees you got a master's degree you understand finance and and uh, and business and so forth and how the world works and and even my own exposure to this world. Do you find that it makes you an insulated or maybe even a lonely type person because you're learning the truth about things and and then how do you feel after you've gotten a degree versus the old you prior to a degree? Well, you're asking me that? Yep. Um, I have my own circle of people. It's really small. But I'd rather have the small than the I, I'm I have a I, I have it hard I have a hard time in the sheeple world because <laughs> I don't follow um What's that tabloid on on the newsstand? Um, what is it called? The National Enquirer. 
don't follow that. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. get all geeked out about certain things. Okay, case in point. So the Warriors won last night. We have 16, however many thousand, 25,000 T-shirts to do at night. It's just a job. It's mm-hmm. just a job. Yeah, it's just a job. But I'm looking at the 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 mass for a day. You get pleasure for a day, but you build up more revenue too for the day that they that you know that they've won. And I'm sitting there looking at it, going, "Yay, uh huh." I know everybody's in a sports fanatics and whatever. Guess I like the Lakers, but. You know, I'm just looking at that. And I'm, I'm looking at commercial commercialism at its finest. I have to have this shirt. I don't do that sheeple thing. To, to me, I just I, I I I'm going down the street over here and I'm gonna buy a shirt over here. I don't do that anymore. That's changed for me. I don't get all like geeked out and revved up. And I got I gotta have to go out and per, uh, paint my car gold. Uh, was it blue and gold? I don't have to do that. Um, mm. That's changed for me tremendously. Uh, $32, I look at that, I can go in my gas tank. I can get a shirt when all the fanfare is down and they're down and I see them at the flea market for $8. So that's changed a lot. I don't need to be out there like that, exposed. I don't want to be because I don't think like that anymore. Um, when I'm with friends that I call it sheeple land, um, I'm just quiet. I just listen and... <laughs> And they kind of know me now, especially when I get quiet. They're like, you're not hearing any of this. Oh, no, not really. I'm not. But, you know, you do do what makes you happy. Uh, my education, I was always suspect as a young girl. Um, I stayed around my grandmother's a lot just because my mother didn't understand me. Um, do I feel any different now with my degrees? I, I wouldn't give them back. I mean, as much as, as much as, much as, it's hurt me, you know. Sometimes it hurts me economically when I when I'm trying to go on an interview and you know if if the dynamics of me, if I could send the AI in there that was blonde and blue eyes, it'd be a different story. But when I look one way on paper, but when I walk in the door, it's like oh, you know, you get that shock value. It's like oh, I'm sorry. Well, actually, I'm not sorry. I'm just gonna sit here and interview it because I deserve a steak at the table too. But would I give mm-hmm. it back? Heck, no. I had some phenomenal professors, like I said, that took it out of the book. And went a step further and proved it. So I don't know if I've ever said this on one of your shows. Um, I had a law class, just as an example. And he had these eight modules that were online. And there was um, he put all his legalese in and all his stuff. And, you know, these are extra things if you really want to know the law. And, you you know, you're watching it here, but it's it's this, it, it's actually this way. And, you know, I'm curious. So he said, if, you, if it's too much for you and you can't handle it, I'm, you know, my ears and eyes are really poking. I'm like, what is this? You know, then you can go into these modules. Well, I'll just give you one. Remember way back in the day when Enron failed? I don't know if I brought this up in, on one of your shows or not. And um, he said, you know, all those meetings and you can go to SEC and you can go all to all these places and look at how corrupt this company was, but once again the sheeple were follow they were following it. So this has taught me to step out and look at things differently as an analyst. And sure enough, I went to the um, SEC and I went and looked at some of the board meetings. And Chewbacca was at the table, R two D two, Han Solo, uh, Princess Leia. And, but these weren't real companies, nor were they real real people. But look what they did to the masses that follow. And his modules, 
you know, that's why I started looking at things really de- different. Even um, what was that nine eleven in the in the, ma- in the mass destruction? I was on the, I was up all night when they clicking on links, and by the time they got, but by the time I got through the destruction of that, it's nothing but a land of sand, oasis. It's like an oasis with this big, pretty building on it, and that's it. There's nothing there. And I'm going, mm. okay. That's where I started shifting even more because it was professors like that. You know, I even asked him, I'm like, you're putting this out here. Aren't you kind of like nervous? He's like, I'm a lawyer. No, I'm a big-time lawyer. I'm a corporate lawyer. I'm not scared. And I was like, damn. But that's the kind of stuff. No, I wouldn't give it back because it just taught it, – oh. it, it validated what how I was already thinking. Yeah. Did I answer your question? Yeah. I wouldn't give mine back either. And like I said, the real education came after the degree. And the, you know, the degree, the real education comes after the degree. Uh, yeah. When you, because it gives you access to go in certain doors, whereas with people who don't have degrees, can't go through those doors. I'm talking about the corporate. I'm not talking about no mystery Illuminati stuff or anything like that. But Exactly. Just, uh, doors and and access to certain things. And I remember when I was working over in San Francisco at the architectural firm, and uh, the architect, and he was a developer as well. He had a meeting around the corner there at the um, at the lawyer's office, and it was going to be a whole bunch of hoopty doo people. And my little dumb self just said, hey, man, can I go? I just want to sit there and just listen. And shockingly, he said, yeah. I said, okay, cool. And so me and him went to the meeting. and There must have been 10, 12 white folks sitting around the table. And to me, this was probably one of the turning points in my professional career because his little black me sitting around a dozen white cats, and here they are cutting deals and getting into the real heart of how things go down. And that was one of the real memorable moments of my professional career. Now, even today, I don't even remember what it was about, but I knew that we were doing syndications up on Knob Hill and buying um, older apartment buildings and converting them into um, uh, apartment hotels for corporations and doing some timeshare projects as well. So it was all based around that. But uh, getting in and seeing, uh, it's sort of like being behind the scenes of a motion picture or behind the scenes at the White House when there's no cameras rolling and how things really, really work and how things go down. And so that was a very rewarding experience. And, uh, oh, if you want to take it to another creepy level, um, that same architect was a member of the uh, Bohemian Club. And, you know, that event that they have up here off of 101 near Santa Rosa. At the Bohemian I know Grove. someone in another state wants to come and, and, and go up there. I was like, dang, really? <laughs> yeah. And so uh, two of my partners there that were in the construction, the construction managers, 
the architect said, hey, man, I need you guys to go up to the Bohemian Grove uh, this weekend and to build a stage for the event. Mm. So they said, okay. So they went to the Bohemian Grove to build the stage, and this was probably um, the weekend or a few days before all the hoop-de-doos were showing up from all over the world. But there were some people there. And so they stayed in tents. And this was men only. And these are men of distinction. You're talking about presidents, vice presidents, um, prime ministers, and top financial people in the world. And my boy Owen told me, he said, man, at nighttime, all we heard in those tents were moaning and groaning. These are men pounding on other men and men of distinction. Now, back there in those days, you know, I didn't know anything about all the Illuminati stuff and and even what they were doing up there, so I couldn't ask the real questions that I would ask today if I'd have known about it, because this is way back in the early, early 80s. And so I'm coming out of the whole Christmas tree era at that time, you know. And so uh, it's just one of those things that you just kind of uh, remember. And then when you start meeting other people in life and start doing research on things, and then when you start um, learning about the, the galactics and then you start hearing about the truth in politics and how money really works and cats I was meeting in the 90s and this when I got my baptism into global economics. Now, my mm. degree is in economics, business administration, and accounting. All the stuff that I learned in the 90s are how banks work and how money is being turned by investors. None of that stuff was in the books in college. Okay, you know, on the bank, if you don't mind, I, if I chime in, when I'm talking to some people, like um, just having a, a conversation, PBS, I think it's PBS, one of those historic channels or history channels, whatever, has a, a documentary, I think it's called The Industrial Era or something like that. And it's the Rockefellers, I think I've mentioned this before, the Fords and uh, and the Chases. I never knew that. I mean, my mouth fell open. That, um, and this is, you, 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 this, it, I did not learn this in college, is that um, during some crisis back there with Abraham, uh, all those guys were gaining their wealth. And Chase, um, the president, the acting president at that time may have been Abe Lincoln. I don't know who, who the heck it was. Um, our country was in debt. And he went to a, a Chase person and um, Chase cut a check and got the country out of debt. Uh, do you remember mm-hmm. reading that in your history book? Because I don't. And I saw that. And, you know, even through all this financial crisis, because wasn't Jamie Dimon behind uh, Chase? 
with all that corruption mm-hmm. that went on, you know, <clears throat> before uh, Dodd Frank was signed and Obama came in and had his broom and was looking side eyed at people. Anyway, make a long story short, they're never going anywhere. They may downsize Chase. Chase will never leave this planet until it's destroyed. Stuff like that is to me is like really wow. I didn't know that. Did I learn it in my history book in high school? No. Did I learn it in, in college? No. But I know how I learned how to think beyond, and then to go look back and looking at that documentary. I'm just, I wouldn't look at it as as. I, you just tend to look at things differently, and you start to see the picture unfold. But if you want to know more about it, that's when the research comes in, and you have to dig. Anyway, I just want to put my yeah. in it. Yeah. Matter of fact, the United States was bailed out back in the 1800s uh, by one of those um, dudes who built America, whether it was Vanderbilt or it was uh, dude. And Chase. It, yeah, they, Chase they wrote a Chase, check. Chase wrote a check too. Yeah. And if you notice those yeah. those banks, more corruption to today, but they're not going anywhere. It's part of their legacy. It's part of the corruption. It's part of I'm gonna yeah. scratch your back all the way to the end of time. Wow, really? I wish I had known well, some of this beforehand. You know what I mean? Yeah, these are some good points you're bringing up. Because this whole crap started back in the 1700s when, um, um, what's their name, the Rothschilds mm-hmm. uh, started this whole, whole, whole banking system with the central banks. And when they got control of every central bank in the world, and then um, if a couple of countries wanted to start a war, no problem. They would come in and finance both sides of the war. And they didn't care. It was all about money with them. War Wars breeds money. And that's all they cared about. These people don't care about humans. And, and, mm-hmm. and they care less. And so this whole thing... Just uh, kind of escalated throughout the years, and it's when they divided up planet Earth. They said, "Okay, you will put this uh, cat near called the Pope, and he's going to head up the religion, the Christian Church throughout the world. The Queen of uh, England, or King of England, whatever it may be, you guys will head up the monetary." aspect of the world and Washington DC you will handle all the wars and the weaponry throughout the world and so there was a triad set up there between um, DC England and the Pope slash Christian religion throughout the world and this is the mechanism that they Used. And so this whole influence uh, or construct of this whole Illuminati cabal, cabal type thing, not only did it start there, but now it gets into the, the corporations. And now it gets into the legal construct as well. 
and gets into the politics that are set up. That's why every head of state in any nation, I don't care if it's throughout Africa, Europe, America, Asia, whatever, what have you, they're all tied to this whole thing, what I'll call, there's been books written on it called the beast system. And so now, which leads us up to today, it's an interesting history because this whole world has been a part of uh, this global piracy, or you can, I won't even call it conspiracy because a conspiracy is something that's just a thought. But this is actual in implementation and deployment of a very wicked system throughout the world. Now, all of a sudden here is, and so when you get control of the, the politics, and you get control of the religion, you get control of the money in the military, who's going to stop you? There's, there's nobody to stop you in your influence and the things that you do. And so now it ties back to counter this. Because if you remember how I started out my show by saying these things are about to happen to get rid of evil on this planet. Mm -hmm. So now this is really playing into, if you really study theology and the real essence of Christianity, and Islam as well. It really feeds into it in its real true sense of the word, whereas you have good and you have evil. Now, in, if you're a religious person, you're going to reference those points as God and the devil. We of uh, the, the, the Galactic Federation types or those who have been enlightened, we will say the creator or the good versus the evil. Now, if you want to call that God and the devil, that's, that's fine. I have no problem with that. But we do know one represents good and one represents evil. And I told uh, partners of mine years ago that the only way for the evil here on this planet to be put in check, it has to come from off planet because the evil of this world is so pervasive that it can't be removed with the power of a vote. It can't be removed by a march on Wall Street or a march on downtown Oakland. It, it just can't happen because the power structure is so Powerful and it's so well organized all over the world that ordinary uh, people cannot break this power. This thing will suck you in before you destroy it. And so it would take a greater power equivalent to that evil. And so this is where this whole galactic thing comes in. There's a tie-in between the little spaceships, or some people might call them little green people, or mm -hmm. the short gray people, or the tall white people, or the tall black people. There's a tie-in to all of that. 
whether you might reference them as angels or what have you. There's a a tithe, and so people call it other things that they can relate to. This is why the Christians call it God and the devil and, and angels. Those of us who have been enlightened will reference it as as the galactics. And this is the only way to counter this evil is with a power just as great or greater than themselves. There's good people out there in the universe and there's bad people that represent as people. But there there's some out there that look like us, and there's some out there that don't look like us. There's some out there that are good, and there's some out there that are evil. And so now what we're seeing, what we're seeing, and if everything comes true that I've relayed to you that have come to me by other ways or other mechanisms, is not an earthly thing. It's an off-planet thing, and the evil powers of this place are going down. And actually, they're showing you this on your television because our people are, are so jacked up that if they don't see it on ABC, CNN, CBS, NBC, or Fox News, you know, it ain't real. So but they are showing it to you. They're showing you that there's indictments out there. They got homeboy Mueller out there saying he's got some indictments he's going to do, but these indictments are much deeper than that. They're showing you these cats going to jail, uh, the Manaforts and, 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 and um, uh, what's his name, Weinstein from L.A., and and a few other cats. You're seeing more people put in handcuffs these days than you've ever seen in your entire life. And we're not talking about cats that are robbing 7-Eleven. We're talking about cats that are out here robbing the whole freaking world are getting busted. So, my brothers and sisters, I'm here to tell you that, yes, there is a greater power out there You may not see it, but you don't see God either. You don't see Jesus either. You don't see Moses or Muhammad either. But there's something out there that's happening that's getting ready to transpire, that is actually transpiring right now, that's going to make an entire change. And don't be surprised about Nisara law and the forgiveness of debt and the abolishment of the IRS, the Federal Reserve, this whole thing called United States, what happens when that name is changed to something else, and what's going to happen when your currency is going to be gold back, and it's not going to be fiat, so they're not going to be able to just go and arbitrarily uh, print currencies anymore. It's got to be backed by something. And what's going to happen when more wealth is going to be spread out throughout the world and those that are on the bottom are going to be coming up 
And, and so when this does happen, yes, there's going to be a degree of discomfort um, even for those who even have a little money, it's gonna you're gonna feel a little pain in this whole process. So, Sister Gina, you have any closing remarks you're gonna have you wanna have for today before I shut it down? Um, no, um, no, uh, just um, stay on track. And you know, I I have to tell myself all the time, think outside the box. Yep, for sure. And so before we close, we want to say congratulations to the Oakland Warriors, not no Golden State Warriors, but the Oakland Warriors. They're world champions again. Congratulations to Steph, Clay, Draymond, KD, and the gang. Let's do it again next year. Uh, Parade coming up on Tuesday. There's going to be a million people bouncing up and down the streets of Oakland. And happy graduation to all the graduates from middle school, high school, and college. And so I got a graduation event I got to go to today. So I got to shut him down. So we'll be back next week. And hopefully next week, this whole this whole deployment of activities that I outlined to you today will be implemented next week. And may next week be the first minute of a new day. So on that note, I'm going to say hotep and assalamualaikum. All right, Dre, I'm going to call you real quick. Yeah. Yeah.